Waging war on corruption. Alex Jones on the GCM Radio Network. Live, ladies and gentlemen, into the fourth and final hour today. Our guest is Alan Watt. For anyone that doubts that the New World Order social engineers would do horrible things to society, they publicly funded the Maoist, now declassified. All the old timers in the military came back and told us that in '49 the U.S. government put them into power and then funded them to kill at least 60 million people. That's a conservative number. Some estimates are as high as 86 million. The big New York and London banks funded the Bolsheviks in 1917, declassified on record, mainline history, just not on the nightly news. They funded Hitler, the Milner Group. They put them into power. They set them up. And so if you think they won't bring in a worldwide depression so they can set, openly set up world government foreign by the banks where you buy your carbon credits directly from them, you got another thing coming. All those years we told you they would do just that, now they're announcing it and doing it. We don't deserve any accolades here, folks. We just weren't under mind control. We could read what the Club of Rome and IMF and World Bank and Council on Foreign Relations and Trilateral Commission were saying and doing in their own policy reports. We're going to come back in the next segment and go to all the callers, uh, Matt, Chris, Ben, Brian, uh, Tim, and many others that are patiently holding. But in the short segment, Alan Watt, we've talked about the mindset of the outer party, you have the proles, the outer party, and the inner party in the pyramidal structure, the inner party at the top, the outer party, and the elite, uh, who are some of the most oppressed and surveilled. The NSA is really there to spy on them, control them, burn a few of their minions to keep them all in line, selectively enforcing laws. Let's talk about some of the lower level uh, 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 minions, the police, the military, those that have been slowly twisted to accept uh, all of this. What do they have to look forward to going along with this system? Well, what we have is, is really what's already happened over many years, and we've had, we've had a generation who've grown up uh, very often in single-parent families, no fathers. Their choices were either join the local gang that replaces your father, uh, that's the only male figure you have, but they've also been brought up with video games and violence and, and guys wearing black uniforms with power and badges who seem to be the winners. That's what young men see. So they change the male archetype to a thug with an ugly look on his face, all the toys now, who's a U.N. soldier who beats people's brains in with no due process. And so the males then, like a baby duck, imprinting, they imprint on that through Cobra Commander. There's no doubt at all. And they have raised the generation worldwide to, to have this image of the, the black uniform, the power, the big machine gun. And, and booting around these little people that, that, that don't even seem to be human to these people in uniform. You see, the indoctrination, the scientific indoctrination of the military is very, very precise. And they know and that males want to be warriors, so they say your dad, your grandpa, your grandma, they can't teach you how to shoot. You can't be armed. Civilians can't be armed. That gun culture is bad. But then if you go join the dark side, then you're allowed to carry out these male activities. You have that, but you also have uh, the, the tribalism is allowed to, to, to basically progress. Uh, you see, in society, they've stopped tri basic tribalism. Uh, it's been condemned and condemned until it's a, it's a taboo. Subject. And then created false, false systems within their control. That's right. So you can join this fraternity, this brotherhood, and suddenly you're one of the gang. 
yeah, they'll fight and die for you. You'll lie for each other. The cops have been doing that forever. And uh, uh, so that's the, the, that's the whole paradigm there. And they, they're well paid. Um, they can also have little goodies and little things that the general public can't get access to. Special status. Yes. Take California, and, where upwards of a million people can't get tickets, can't get DWIs, can't get red light cameras, because their license number is encoded in the computer as above the law. Uh, that's correct. Uh, and so you do have a militarized uh, youth that have grown up with, with the games. They've been de- desensitized to killing, because that's what the games are all about, is getting from the, the beginning to the end and killing as much as possible. So that's, that's what it is to be a man uh, to these characters. They see the public really as it's. They don't see them as people anymore. Powerless it's. It's it's an us against them. They teach them we're civilian scum. They're the godlike creatures that are doing all these bad things for their own safety and their brotherhood. But the brotherhood really is there to flush them down the toilet. And the bankers are about to take their pension funds as well. Alan Watts, stay there. Phone calls straight ahead right here on GCN and PrisonPlanet.tv. He's the T-Rex of political talk. Alex Jones on the GCN Radio Network. We are back live with Alan Watt, our guest. I want to go ahead and go to your phone calls. Uh, First up is Matt in Iowa. Matt, thank you for holding. You're on the air worldwide. Go ahead. Hey, Alex. Thanks for taking my call. Uh, I just wanted to to pass along to you, I don't know if you've seen, you were talking about uh, cops and other... um, shows that kind of accustom people to presence of uh, armed uh, public servants, quote-unquote, uh, in their lives. But I was watching ABC, and um, this new show, Homeland Security USA, is going to be on. Um, yeah, they're showing us who our new bosses are and how we're going to have national police with the military. And, and, and again, everybody they go after is always guilty in these made-for-TV shows and dramas and then real-life shows. There's a whole bunch of new Homeland Security shows, and it's come out. The federal government is funding and financing, but not just here. Governments worldwide are producing similar shows. Go ahead. Um, the other thing I wanted to talk about, too, was I was Christmas shopping the other day, and there were these uh, younger kids hanging out in the mall distributing uh, Go Green bags, you which is whatever, that's either. fine, giving out bags to reuse again. But uh, on the side of it, it said Go Green underneath it was Midwest One Bank, and the O in the Go Green was scarily similar to the O of Obama's um, uh, logo or whatever. No, well, they're going to have the environmental thought- brigade, the youth brigades, the elderly brigades, and Obama's website said it will be compulsory for everybody to serve the government. And then his chief of staff has said that, written a book about it. Obama's given speeches. And then when we made a big deal out of it, he pulled that off his website, but is going ahead with the programs. Alan Watt comments on what he was talking about. Yeah, this uh, whole uh, system is guaranteed to be run under the guise of greening. Uh, the Green Party was set up uh, to actually start kick off that whole agenda, and that will be the big stick. We it's to do with re, uh, depopulation as part of it. They keep hammering there's too many of us. Uh, we can't go on with unrestricted consumption, uh, sustainability. It's in every single speech they're they're making from every quarter, from every country, and so that's being hammered into general population that we are responsible for uh, uh, the terrible state of the world. And uh, it's all our fault, and we've got to start cutting our numbers drastically and stop consuming the way we are. We've got to remember, too, that Bertrand Russell, who only gave out uh, the, the, all, everything that he learned from the big world meetings he attended, the big think tanks that planned all this, 
He said eventually uh, they'd have to create some kind of situation where eventually governments would dish out credits instead of money, and so the bank would, would be run through the government to the people themselves individually. Uh, so we'll all be issued with credits. Now, these guys have planned this for a long, long time. We're simply going through the script right now. Now, to be clear, you've said this, I've said this, we're only reading government documents, what they've been quietly planning, now they're unveiling it. The private banks come in, issue all this liquidity, uh, infect all the stocks, the bonds, the mutual funds, the 401Ks, the pensions, the government pensions, fire, police, teachers. They set all this up. Then they implode the economy, they come in as the savior, and they say the new model is you'll pay your taxes directly to the IMF and World Bank. And now suddenly the last few years, you don't fill out your income tax to the exchequer, you don't fill out your income tax in the United States to the IRS, now it's to the Federal Reserve, it's now to the private Bank of England, and then last week in the New York Times and in a bunch of other publications, all on the same day, simultaneously, they announced... Well, we're going to go ahead and probably bankrupt uh, U.S. Uh, T-bills and bonds. You know, we're blowing that out worldwide. You'll now buy your securities that have, quote, government backing by taxpayers directly from the private Federal Reserve. So your world ID card with your credits on it, and people are trying to buy cash, headlights, batteries, uh, toothpaste, everywhere they're demanding now, even with a $5 purchase, Hey, you've got to give me your name and number, and that is to get you ready for the cashless society and to destroy the underground economy because they'll say, wait a minute, you've bought more than what your paycheck says. You must be doing underground barter, and that's why they want to tax the web, and they're now announcing that. So it's all coming into fruition, and then I just posted uh, up on the screen the Curtin Nemo article, Democrats determined to reimpose fairness doctrine. Look at that Orwellian term. It's like the Patriot Act or the New Freedom Initiative, all taking your freedom. The Daily Post and Palo Alto is reporting what Congress is saying they do intend to restrict free speech on Internet radio, AM and FM, everything. The FCC announcing they will control, quote, speech on the Internet. Alan Watt. Yeah, that's true. And even uh, Google and all the big boys have come out with their main servers saying they're now going to see who will be pushed on the web and, uh, and all the different search engines and who they will restrict. So this is, this is the censorship already here. But you're right to do with purchasing... Uh, ten years ago in Canada and most countries across Europe too, uh, suddenly if you bought tires for your car, they would want your full name and address and so on. Uh, now they want to know your vehicle. And I asked the, a guy in the store, he says, yeah, it's actually the law. He showed me it on the computer. It is the law that they, they must uh, find out what car you have, this registration number and everything, before you can buy tires. Amazing. Again, punch up on screen, guys, this article that I put up here. Democrats determined to reimpose fairness doctrine. Um, going back to the caller, did you have anything else you wanted to add, sir? Yeah, I was just going to. I was wondering if if you guys think that uh, Homeland Security or is synonymous with Gestapo, or if uh, Obama is always synonymous with uh, the very swastika. Was that embraced like um, Obama is being embraced in, in uh, pre-Nazi Germany, or? Well, yes, we're having the same fascistic, uh, you know, basic symbols, basic tribalism. They're bringing us into the crisis, and the message is in the media, Obama is your savior, just put your trust in him, when he was the biggest cheerleader for the banker takeover. But then I hear the Democrats saying, no, he will save us from the evil bankers. Uh, Alan Watt? Yeah, it is true, too. And uh, his speech at the end of the election, he wore the red and... and, and uh, white and black tie, his wife wore red and black, and that's the colors of, of 
and Nazi fascism, socialism. Yeah. But it can't be Nazism because he's a black guy. No, yeah, it's, that, a, that, it's that, the corporate theory. fascist <laughs> model. It's the corporate fascist model, and it can come in Idi Amin. It can come under Hitler. Uh, go ahead, Alan. You're making a point. Yeah, they, they, they'd love to show you the, the, their agenda right in your face, knowing, as like the Masons say, we never speak so openly as when we do in public. The public never yeah. understands what they're really hearing uh, or seeing either. But they do show you the, in symbols and colors. This is all Pythagorean, the color coding and so on. It goes back for thousands of years. But they do go along with this, and you have to go into Obama's mother to find out why she was raised, what she was trained for, and you'll find that she was trained to be a world revolutionary and actually to, to literally breed uh, an offspring to be the president one day. All right, uh, Matt, thank you for the call. Uh, let's go ahead and talk to Chris in Arizona. Chris, go ahead. You're on the air. Hello? Yes. Yes, Alex. Uh, I've been listening for about, oh, since 2005. I was over in Kuwait for a year, and uh, one of my friends, he's a Iraq vet, you know, and he, was, he woke me up to this stuff. I didn't want to believe it at first, but, you know, I've been listening to your radio show, and I got a lot of your videos. And they really woke me up, and uh, I just want to thank you for that, first of all. Well, don't thank me, sir. I, I, my family, myself, your family, Alan, none of us have any future if these social engineers, these madmen, these control freaks, the, these hyper-dominant people that want to literally kill us and engineer who's left, you know, either they're defeated or we're destroyed. And so don't thank me. I Thank God you woke up. Thank God something in your background let you break your conditioning and the false paradigm you were in. So understand, people always thank me for what I'm doing, or thank Alan, or thank others. Listen, we are we are only doing what a normal person historically would do when faced with this type of attack. I mean, when the globalists openly announce they're waging war against humanity, uh, all I can do is fight back against them. Uh, Alan? We have no choice in the matter. If you truly understand what's happening, you have no choice. You cannot sit with the knowledge. Uh, it'll kill you otherwise. You have to get it out there. Absolutely. Anything else, sir? Well, I just, um, you know, one of the one of my friends I work with, he just bought a uh, firearm, and he, it was a, you know, one of those big Desert Eagle fifties, you know. And uh, he told me about like next year the two thousand nine models are going to have GPSs in them. Yes. And everything so that, is RFID in the guns. Everything is under Schwarzenegger marking the shell casing. That will then force adoption of that nationwide and worldwide. Uh, it's all happening. They're coming for the guns. And, and, and people think that's just some archetypal thing I say. The troops are openly been training for decades to door-to-door, -door, shut off the food and water, and then 99% of people, on average, they believe, I don't believe that's accurate, more like 90%, will turn their guns in. Then they'll go after the rest of the people. They know who's got guns. It is registration. When you fill out the yellow form, it's long gun, shotgun, or handgun, and it's now being prepared. The good news is, though, Alan, and I appreciate your call, sir. The good news is that people have bought the gun stores bare. The ammo has basically been sold out. Record gun purchases that shows. And then Obama comes out and says, don't worry, I only want to ban some of your guns and restrict some of them. Stop buying guns. And the BATF is now harassing gun dealers and trying to get on the local news, telling people don't buy guns. So it doesn't seem like things are working for them, Alan. Yeah, they do expect trouble. They do expect the problems. Uh, what they're hoping uh, for is, and uh, I don't think they're even hoping for it, they've got, a, they've got it set up already that this rapid reaction force will be pulled in from other countries. 
to deal. See, they don't want to turn. They know that there's going to be a problem down the road if their own people, if your own American soldiers start killing Americans. Eventually, they get to a stage, and they found this in Nazi Germany during with the firing squads. They get to a stage where the guys who are killing uh, their own people uh, start to break down, so they prefer to bring in foreign troops to do it. And that's what the whole international rapid reaction forces are all about. The same thing happened in Beijing. China didn't bring in the usual uh, Chinese soldiers. They brought in the ones from the far north, Mongolian types, and they had little in common with the average Chinese and had no problem killing them. Well, they did that in Poland. They'd bring people from the east to the west and the north to the south. And for those that don't know, when we come back, I'm going to briefly list all the mainstream news, the Pentagon, the British, uh, major war college reports, the biggest army recruiting centers and marine centers are in Mexico. They're in uh, the Eastern Europe. They're in the Philippines. So already in our military is a bunch of foreigners. They're also hiring violent felons, foreigners who are aggravated felons for the military. That's uh, Washington Times, Washington Post, both telling you how great it is. Uh, they've also signed a deal to use Canadian and Mexican troops in the United States. That's been in the Toronto Star and other publications. Congress said, hey, we weren't consulted uh, earlier this year, and they were told, shut up by NORTHCOM. So they do have foreign troops ready to come. Take your guns and rape and kill you. I've played this quite a few times, but the next segment I'm going to play and get Alan Watts' take on it. There's a bunch of video games out in the last decade, like Shattered Union. And in some of these games, your job, you work for the, uh, for the Illuminati, for the world government, you hunt down and kill malicious. You torture militia members to death. In one game, when you get to the final level... You get into a safe, and you uh, you know at the top of the Illuminati, and one of my videos, Police State 2000, is the great secret uh, inside of the uh, safe. I don't know why the establishment does that, or why they keep sticking my voice um, or my rants in video games, and uh, in uh, some cases without my permission. Um, and then one time they went to the network and got the rights, I think for like 300 bucks to put me in one. But the point is. We'll get Alan's take on why that's happening. Right now, let's go back to the calls. Brian in Canada, you're on the air with Alan Watt. Hi. Hello. How are you? Pretty good. I'd, I'd like to thank you, Alex. I know what you said before, but uh, even though I was aware like a deer that knew it was hunting season, it wasn't until you led me in the right direction in 2005 that I started to make some sense of my life. Um, today I was calling me, I did want to talk about my Prime Minister puppet and uh, cell phones and things like that, but I noticed that there's a, a lie being propounded out there and there's a chance that even our side of truthers might buy into that lie. And that lie would be that uh, this is the first time that there's a one world power. I'm getting kind of tired of reminding people and asking them if they've ever heard of a little place called Babel and a little guy called Nimrod because that was actually the first global world power. And at that time, he had one language. He probably had everybody compartmentalized the way they do it now, too. But there was only one language. And when God came down and messed him up, well, all the different languages went off with all their little pieces of what to do. Yeah, that story so is of uh, the system breaking apart, that, that global empire, and, that and then the Romans, and then the Roman Catholic Church, and the British well, Empire. Believe that this is what's led us to this. He had to go out across the world to get back all of his little recipe books of how to get back this one world power. And that's why he's on this breakneck speed to get it done now because he's never been so close as he's been now. All right, let me get I Alan's take on that because he's our guest. Go ahead, Alan Watt. The, 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 the symbol of Nimrod uh, is that, is world power. 
Uh, Nimrod is also the same as the Satan, really, in the ancient literature, uh, and his wife as well, uh, as being the ultimate rebels who swore that they would uh, rise higher than all the gods and dominate uh, the universe, basically. So it's the same old power um, elite idea of, of the, the psychopath who's a megalomaniac who, and who truly believes that he has the right to dominate the whole planet. And it's But not it just dominate creation and the fellow humans. Mm -hmm. uh, they state uh, that, that they want to make war on the heavens. They want to become yeah. gods. And whether you believe in that or not, they do. And my parents were just over in Germany last year, and they took back all this video and showed me of where the Germans, even during World War II, built a big armored dome over Ishtar's gate and the seat of Satan from where Babylon uh, was in Iraq, and that Hitler believed he was invincible because he had the seat of Satan. Yes, that is true. Hitler uh, did have his own uh, special mediums. He, had his, he was into the New Age. He was a theosophist. Uh, theosophy is the same philosophy uh, as the elite all believe in. Rockefeller himself uh, sponsored uh, uh, the main magazine uh, for the Lucifer Trust. They used to be called the Lucifer Trust. And Lucifer to them, of course, is the epitome of the ideal uh, intellectualized Superman uh, to come. They believe they are the, the, the progenitors of the, the Superman to come. But they have to destroy this creation to build their new creation. Uh, finishing up, uh, caller, Brian in Canada, with your point about uh, your puppet, uh, Stephen Harper, suspending Parliament with the Queen twice. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that too, even though he suspends Parliament, he still has dictatorial powers during that period, apparently. We didn't know that either. And we're seeing this all over the world. Anything else, Brian? Yeah, I was just saying that that drove me nuts up here because uh, he even exposed himself in front of all of us. Uh, I was here the first few days that he called the election. The American market was crashing every day. And the news would start to pressure him, like, what about this? And the first few days he got very mad and adamant and said... Canada is not the United States, and we're not going to suffer the same thing as them. And then four days later, when our economists started coming out saying, yes, Mr. Harper, we are going to suffer, then he stood in front of the news, and he stated that they knew about this 15 months ago and started yeah. taking measures. Well, I mean, Right uh, there, he exposed Alan, himself. Alan, why is he in uh, your papers today saying there's going to be a depression? Well, he, he waits for his lines. He's a bit behind the times. He waits for his lines being sent to him from London. You understand that Canada is still part of the British Commonwealth. Not one law gets passed in Canada without the Queen's signature. So even though they call it democracy, uh, so he waits for his orders and uh, they shift accordingly, uh, according to the mood of the people. Uh, so he he does what he's told. He's a puppet, for sure. Yeah. All right, Brian. Thanks for the call. More calls straight ahead and this shattered union clip. When I come out of break, not just the audio now, if you're watching at PrisonPlanet.tv, you can see it. We're live at PrisonPlanet.tv right now. Go over there and check it out. species. I love humanity and I have great hopes and dreams for my progeny living with your progeny in the future. I know I'm part of a great cycle of life. We're on a beautiful planet hurtling through space and I want to stop the greedy, controlling, covetous New World Order control freaks that are so greedy they want to control the future. 
and shape humanity in their degraded, degenerate image. That's the basic psychology we're dealing with. I want to punch up on screen, and we're going to go back to Alan Watt. I want to get his take on this. This is the trailer of one of, it's got to be more than 100 games, that that push, we're going to have martial law, things are going to break down, it's cute and funny, and we're looking forward to it. This is all part of the acclamation. Here it is, Shattered Union. In a disputed election and a tie vote, the U.S. Congress installs the most unpopular president in U.S. history, as David Jefferson Adams becomes the 44th president of the United States. Shortly after the election, increased unrest, rioting, and a growing number of militias have given rise to ever-increasing domestic terrorism. In response, the president invokes the Homeland Security Act and declares martial law on the West Coast and other areas of the country. Though highly contested, a Supreme Court ruling sidesteps the electoral process, disqualifying popular presidential candidates from several states. Public outrage explodes when a sham election leads to incumbent David Adams accepting a second term in office. During the 57th Inauguration Day ceremonies, Washington, D.C. is struck by a low-yield nuclear weapon, killing David Adams and most of the U.S. Congress. The destruction of Washington, D.C. effectively breaks the chain of succession, sending the nation into chaos. In an emergency vote, the European Union deploys peacekeepers in the greater D.C. area to secure international interests. With separatist sentiment rising, California's governor declares home rule and secedes from the Union. Texas follows quickly and declares sovereignty, taking neighboring states with them and forming the Republic of Texas. Now, the once United States of America lie in ruin. The time for words has passed, and a second American Civil War now erupts as seven factions wage war across the land. They battle one another to reclaim a nation, to restore peace, to rebuild this shattered union. All right. Now, notice they gave an Abraham Lincoln quote. Who is Barack Obama telling us that he's modeled after Abraham Lincoln? Now, the British came in and manipulated both sides, got the South to break off. My family was in the South, but I'll tell you right now, it was staged. British intelligence openly manipulated that. The Russian Empire sided with the North. The British sided with the South, giving them weapons. They meant to break up the country. That's now been declassified. That's in the major British annals to try to break up the country. The same thing is being set up now. You do not want to riot. You want to defend your family. You want to take care of your family. You want to reach out to the military and police to educate them not to come out and confiscate guns. Now, once they do it, that's another subject. But you don't want to go out looking for them, trying to engage them. Police and military, if you don't out and out ignore those orders, you need to just sit on your butts and not be part of this. They're going to stage riots. They're going to prepare everybody. This is the game plan. If we get the word out on this, we may back them off. They may cancel the operation. We haven't had more big terror attacks staged here, though they were planning it because we exposed the false flag attacks of 9-11. But you talk about predictive programming, Alan Watt. Hundreds of these video games have similar lines in them, and uh, they are conditioning the public for this. And when I would first air this two or three years ago in other video game clips, people would laugh and say, that'll never come. We'll never have foreign troops. We'll never have... And now it's on the news 
that it is happening, and the Marines are in the West Coast, just like the states, running checkpoints. So uh, the people that made this game were definitely being given inside information. Ellen Watt. But it, uh, the intelligence communities have basically been in charge of video games for, uh, from their inception. That was their whole idea, was to militarize uh, the public, at least get to the recruits that they'd want, who were conditioned to kill on site when they were told to, uh, and so they've always been in charge of video games. Otherwise, uh, you, know, you know, we tend to think that um, industry and commerce just develops on its own happenstance, and that's not true. Uh, those who are in power never let anything out into the public unless it's a good purpose to serve those at the top. And when it comes to toys and things, but believe you me, they don't, uh, they don't militarize the minds of youth unless there's something uh, for that youth to grow up into doing uh, down the road. So they've always been in charge of video games, but not only that, uh, they've been in charge of the whole culture industry, and now there's, there are books coming out with declassified information admitting that the whole culture for 50 years has been controlled by the CIA. But the most recent um, um, movies coming out of Hollywood, of I think nine of them are disaster-based movies with this future scenario that's almost here, uh, all on the same theme. So this is mainstream now, uh, indoctrination and predictive programming of what's to come. And, and it ties in exactly with that uh, strategic studies uh, report from the military that said it might even break down to civil war within the United States and even a civil uh, war with nuclear weapons. Well, and then we have Tommy Franks going out, and it turned out he was being paid $500,000 a year by the Pentagon to go out and give interviews in the press and print and TV going, I'm real sad, but martial law is the only thing that will keep you safe. And it yeah. is coming. So, so again, oh, we think there might be riots, boo-hoo, we've got to go out and attack the American people. And, again, now the Arizona police say, you know, we reported on this yesterday, uh, dealing with the fact that the Army War College says they're preparing to attack the American people. That's going to be their main mission. Now, domestically, and people denied that the report was real. Here it is in the Arizona Business Journal uh, for everybody in their face. Go ahead. Yes, so it's in the open now that they're conditioning the general population to this is inevitable, and they do know that the bulk of the population will always sit on the back seat and, and watch what happens. They're, they're afraid. See, violence itself and law runs on the threat of violence. It's coercion. Most people go along with law because they're coerced to do so. And coercion, if it's not followed or doesn't work, will be backed up with force. Most people understand that subconsciously, and they want to be left alone, and they hope that nothing drastic will happen to them if they sit back and let it happen. They don't realize that this is a war that's going to continue right down to the bottom level, and no one's going to be unscathed by it. You're not going to get out of it. So everyone must participate in stopping it from happening in the first place. That's how you stop these things from happening. Everyone's got to get involved now mm -hmm. and stop being entertained by television and and, uh, and demand their voice back. We cannot leave this to the experts. The experts work for the psychopaths. Most of the experts are psychopaths. And we've got to nip this in the bud right now. Now, Alan, we know that they have their own predictive wargaming with computers, and before that with their sociologists, psychologists, and others. You know they, they bargained for an Alan Watt and Alex Jones. Uh, you know they uh, bargained for the people to resist, though I've seen their white papers, I don't know if this is disinfo, that the rebellion is much bigger, much more coordinated, much more widespread. That's why they're saying they want to shut down the free web and take us to yeah. Internet, too, as Google and, uh, of course, Obama are doing. How... 
how do we feed into this, uh, the wild card? Because it, it, I mean, it looks like things are not going well for them, and we know they want to act like they're God and omnipresent and invincible and want to use AI to try to do that, but they really aren't. So how do, how do shows like this and uh, your website, Cutting Through the Matrix, uh, how does all that feed into this? What they're afraid of are people who have the knowledge, the background, the history, and the facts to back up the, 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 uh, the exclamations we're giving out right here. Uh, to public uh, who can then uh, use that and run with it and teach others. That's what they're afraid of. They don't care about all the wild and wacky websites out there that mix it all together into fantasy. Uh, but they're after the people who have the knowledge. Now, Russell himself said this time would come. He said where, where if we cannot recruit these people uh, to leave their own class behind them and join us, we'll have to eliminate them. And that's coming up. I don't know about you, but I've had overtures recently from the big world organizations to join them. Very urgent, very polite uh, invitations to come and speak at their world meetings. And I know this is the last attempt before they simply eliminate me. I know this is coming. Well, I mean, I've had major radio networks try to hire me years ago. I've been approached by some of the biggest Hollywood uh, studios uh, wanting to put my material out, kind of golden handcuffs, as they say, I know that I have been approached, and it's always under confidence, so I can't break that as a journalist, the confidence. But uh, other things happen, like we call up Rothkop, you know, former head of the Kissinger Group, who wrote the book Superclass earlier in the year, admitting that world government's here and they run everything. And when I got him on the line, my producer had set him up. He goes, I know who you are, Alex Jones. Yeah, yeah, we watch your work. You know, you really ought to. And John Harmon. Uh, you know, was the only witness to this because he was up in Minnesota and I was on the line with him. They called him saying, you know, you really ought to join us. You know, there's nothing you can really do. Uh, and I've had other you know, people contact me and say, listen, the public scum, you know, they're a bunch of trash, a bunch of backstabbing garbage. They, they will destroy you. You need to join us. You're one of us. So it's so that, yes, I have had those overtures and I know, uh, that, uh, that, that's how the threat works. It's like, look, we're giving you a chance. We're not like Pol Pot who just killed anybody who could read or wore glasses, you know, who could see through his garbage. They try to co-opt, and um, you think that uh, rebuffing uh, repeated uh, uh, co-ops uh, is a sign that they're going to another level? Absolutely. Uh, when you get some coming one after another for world meetings, uh, you know this is the last overture. And they've pretty well hinted at much of, in much of their writings from these institutes, at the war colleges, etc., that they'll have to stop all agitators, as they call it. Well, we must be getting through to them because we can be confronting Marines on the streets of Austin doing psyops, or Marine uh, spokesmen in California. I mean, we call them up and we're like, oh, we know who you are, Alex Jones. Yeah, um, we're fully aware of your operations. And then they tell us all about our website and stories we wrote. I mean, so that tells me we're really having an effect when their own establishment uh, is aware of what we're doing. I mean, it shows that that, uh, that we're having an effect. Yeah, there's no doubt on that. Uh, I, I had some bureaucrats who went to Washington, D.C., and, uh, and in the cocktail parties, and people were mentioning the, the names of, uh, that are making a difference, and uh, it, it's common talk amongst the, those particular classes. So we are making some difference, absolutely. We're, we're, we've been noticed and not just noticed, but highly monitored and watched. So, um... Well, you know, Bill Clinton was in town last year, and uh, my mother's, uh, my my wife's mother uh, has been active in the Democratic Party, so it was a Democratic Party dinner, and there was about 100 people there, and they're all around Bill Clinton talking 
Um, and somebody said, what do you think, uh, not my, uh, not my wife's mother, but one of her friends said, what do you think about Alex Jones, you know, the radio and TV guy who's talking about the New World Order? And Bill Clinton said, let me think of the exact quote, um, Alex Jones is one of the most important commentators uh, and, and, and what he's saying is some of the most important things being said in the world. And they said, you mean Alex Jones, the, you know, the young anti-New World Order guy? He said, yeah, Alex Jones, and mentioned some things. I mean, that is, that is just absolutely incredible. And it's kind of bone-chilling, uh, Alan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, they are monitoring, as I say, anyone who they claim is a, an agitator or someone that can uh, break through the matrix. But why would he say something nice about me? It, it, it doesn't necessarily be nice. Uh, see, what they're saying is, what we are saying is important. In, in other words, it's true. <laughs> uh, and, of course, it means that uh, uh, this, because it's so true, they cannot ignore it. Uh, but they also hope the public or the general public will be overwhelmed with their regular media, which keeps them in limbo. Well, Alan, isn't there something even more? Within the pyramidal structure, according to Rothkopf and others, and I agree, there's only about three to 6,000 people that even have 95% of the big picture, and that we've reverse-engineered from their documents and reading different compartments of their operation really accurately what they're doing. And so the few commentators or reporters out there that actually know what they're doing and accurately are reporting it, uh, they are recognizing that because even within their own elite most of their people don't realize the big picture. And I think that's another danger is members of the elite, members of the establishment who didn't have the full picture are hearing and seeing what we have to say, and I think that's causing them some problems. Another example is General Stubblebine's wife, Dr. Labo, uh, treats a head of state, and uh, they've given me evidence of this. They can't say the name on air. And, and the head of state's like, I know, I'm sad that we have to kill everybody, and I kind of don't like it, but this is how it was brought up. So so I think the establishment, a lot of them, except for that inner core, are having second thoughts about this. Well, what I've found, uh, and this is the factual as well, um, when governments, the U.S. government and the Canadian government, and I think the British one too, uh, stopped their employees from going to my website at their work, uh, it's banned now, they can't get in. Oh, yeah. And lo- lots of them have told me that. When, when that's happened, you see, it's more important to them that their bureaucrats live under their, their own little illusions. Uh, they cannot afford to have their bureaucracies uh, waking up because that really is important to them. They, they are generally kept in a stage, a state of, of uh, double think, double speak. Uh, they're never really. But when you come out, when they hear people talking the truth, the work they're involved in suddenly becomes more clear to them. They realize the whys and the wherefores for the first time because they themselves have been heavily programmed, and, and that's what the leader are afraid of. Uh, the elites need the massive bureaucratic class uh, to, to guide all of this into place and to yes. keep it working. And historically, it, it's the minion-servant class uh, to the elite that is one of the most surveilled, oppressed, controlled, yeah. and murdered, and abused groups. So they need to come out and join free humanity. And yes, Infowars.com, PrisonPlanet.com, uh, banned in Europe at the major train stations and, quote, free government Wi-Fis, banned in government institutions, banned at Dell, CuttingThroughTheMatrix.com. I've seen the screenshots online that well, where it says banned. This is extreme. When all you're doing is posting and reporting on their own documents, Alan. I want to right, yeah. come back and take a few final calls. We've got to have you back again soon from Tim, Sherry, Tom, and Elliot. I don't know how many we can get to, but we're going to try. But before we end uh, this segment, uh, what are some of the things that are most important to you right now that we haven't covered, Alan? 
the, the important things really are uh, see what the leader is it follows on what you've been talking about so they're watching us as well uh, what they're looking for not so much is for people who simply put the information out it's, but can those people be potential leaders if you have that ability to to bring people together um, to, to uh, with a common stance on something then you're very 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 dangerous and they're waiting to see how we react, uh, uh, we on the radio react, when we influence so many people, when the, the, basically the shit hits the fan. So and we're, that, being, that's what we're, waiting to see. we're right. being used as a gauge. We're being used as an overall war game uh, to, 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 to see how the public's responding. To see how they're responding and to see if we ourselves will come out with, with uh, ways, and innovative ways they haven't foreseen to start to get uh, people bonding together in a common stance against this tyranny. If we have that ability, we are very, very dangerous. Well, it's a little too late. I mean, this canary sung. I mean, we put our information out, and I think that's the only reason we're still walking around, Alan Watt. It probably is. If we go to the next level of advising what to do, then we're really, um, we'll, we'll be very, very well noticed then. All right, I want to skip this break for just PrisonPlanet.tv viewers. Uh, and for folks listening to the InfoWars.com audio streams, for everybody else in the AM and FM Shroy Satellite, we'll be right back in three minutes to jam in some final calls. Stay with us. Alan, I think they're going to have trouble killing us. I'm, instead, what I see happening is this flotilla of mainstream TV shows demonizing myself and others, attacking 9-11 Truth, attacking... Uh, the alternative media, and then trying to shut down the web. Now, d then down the road, they may try to set us up with some type of crime or burn us out, as they've tried to physically do with you. Do you concur with that? That's very, very possible. As I say, if they can't win you over, they have to eliminate you. And if you do have the ability to guide lots of people uh, in a common um, purpose or a cause, then they'll definitely have to do something about it. Well, I want to state on record that the elite is not invincible, and we've had many victories against them. The only way to stop them, though, is to get the mass, you know, large portions of it, like Winston finally figures out that the secret is the proles, not what he'd always been told about it being the party and the inner party. We have to d find uh, people out there in the general public that uh, will resist and will speak out, and I see that happening. Let's go ahead and go to some calls. Tim in Ohio, you're on the air with Alan Watt. Thanks for holding. Go ahead, Tim. Hi, Alex. Yes, sir. Go ahead. Haven't, haven't talked to you in a while, and uh, a couple of things, uh, a comment and a question. Haven't talked to you since the convention, and I have never, ever seen evil personified in a woman's face like that Michelle Malkin. Oh, my God. She should change her name to Medusa. Well, look, I mean, look how they sent people in that were with her and left with her to scream, kill Michelle Malkin, so it could then be put all over radio and TV and try to get me blackballed, and it almost happened until it backfired because other videos got up on YouTube showing that they were with her, that the whole deal was staged, and then she had to back off and admit I didn't say that. Uh, but that was the, the, that was very close. Yeah, very bad. Uh, Alan, are you there? Yes. Uh, I want a question for, for both, maybe you could both answer. Knowing that the stain that the elite has for the black race. You know, why would they pick Obama for president? And will it play out that Obama's going to be exposed and Biden be inaugurated? Well, what's going to happen is they're going to use him as a puppet for a while, then they're going to destroy his name forever, and yes, it will be used a way to, to, to demonize black people. Comments, Alan White. Uh, black people, and then Hillary, I think if, if he steps down, will take over as president, and then she'll be even worse. They always put in a female in, in history in the bloodiest periods, 
you'll find uh, that's the way the way of doing. It. They love symbolism and they love the routine. Yeah, the goddess will extract the blood. Yes, and so that's how they would set up. So demonize one, and and probably will cause some kind of civil war within the U.S. Uh, as this sparks off. Obama will use all the forces that have been put on the books by the Bush regime. He set up the machinery for it. Obama will use it. He'll be hated. He'll probably eventually step down or go off sick. He'll just leave leave us sick. And uh, Hillary will probably take over, and, and then, of course, she'll be the, the real vixen that will use ultimate force. Tim, hold on. We're coming back to the full audience. I'll let you have one more comment. Appreciate you calling. Here we go. Okay, let's hurry. Uh, let's hurry here. And, uh, Tim, uh, finish up the comments uh, from Ohio, then Sherry and others. I want to jam in a few more here. Just, just the follow-up to my question was, if, 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 they, if they do not have o- Obama or Biden in what are the chances of uh, Cheney and little uh, old temporary Bush uh, remaining in power after Inauguration Day due to some type of false? Look, I don't look, look, they want a new puppet to get. I mean, they've invested too much in Obama. I believe he's going to go into office and then, and then, and then it's going to be really serious. Uh, Alan Watt. No, I concur with that, Tim. Yeah. All right, got to jump, Tim. Appreciate the call. Let's talk to Sherry in Texas. Sherry, you're on the air. Welcome. Hey. Um, hey, Alan, I just wanted to say that uh, you're my sociological guru. I think you're right on the money. I've, uh, I know you've been studying these systems for a long time, and I really think you know what you're talking about. Um, my question for you is, how are the elite able to get such strong people, you know, like in the upper middle class um, in America, to accept the dehumanization and also the iatrogenocide? Um, basically, the doctors are killing people here. Um, it's ambient. You know, it's in, it, it's incremental. They've slowly upgraded it until until we're at a fever pitch. Let's get Alan's take on that. Yes, it's incremental. It's intergenerational dehumanization. You have three generations sitting watching television together, and uh, the oldest is embarrassed at, at regular fare for for viewers and entertainment. Uh, the young ones don't mind. The one in the middle is already accepting it. So it's intergenerational indoctrination and propaganda That's right. and dehumanization. That's right. They train people to love tyranny, to love evil, to feel like they're part of the winning team, to associate themselves with the system. And again, they, they act like sex and violence and destruction is cool and, you know, the nerds just don't understand. Really, they're searing the conscience so you'll accept your neighbors being drug off or yourself being drug off. And so when you're being drug off, your neighbors will accept it. Sherry? That that's exactly right, and also uh, as far as the cancer uh, rate here, it's just skyrocketing. Yeah. And they actually have a big a big room with all these comfy chairs that where all the ladies who have cancer they sit and they get to socialize while they get their team up. And they make it and a it, social and, fun thing. Yeah. I appreciate yeah. your call. We're out of time, Sherry, and I apologize to Tom, Elliot, Grace, and others. Next time Alan's on, you can call in. You'll go to the head of the line. Uh, Alan Watt, I really want to appreciate you coming on the show. Go to thematrix.com. Give folks your European mirror site. Yes, Alan Watt, Sentinel, Sentinel.eu, and you can transcript, you can download and print up in nope. the different, different languages. All right, we appreciate all your time, and we appreciate your time. Let's work for humanity. I want to talk to you again coming up early in the new year as things uh, develop and things unfold. Thank you, Alan Watt. It's been a pleasure, Alex. Always a pleasure having you on, a true gentleman. We got a lot of information out in that show today. We've been live for almost two hours at PrisonPlanet.tv. If you're watching the live streams, 